Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wegovy and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com/weightloss. That's plushcare.com/weightloss. plushcare.com/weightloss. Ely returns with a new faction at WWE SummerSlam. Two character turns at SummerSlam. Brock Lesnar flips a ring at SummerSlam. And Johnny Gargano addresses those rumors of his impending WWE return. Hello and welcome to What Culture Wrestling here with myself, Andrew Pollard. On this fine Sunday, the solo Sunday news, of course. Be sure to like, subscribe, comment, follow, share, yada, yada, yada. Most importantly, though, be sure to have a very, very good Sunday. Whatever you're doing, if you've got big plans, no plans, zero plans, Whatever you're up to, I hope it goes really cool for you. But speaking of the cool, I really—I mean, I'm speaking for me. I really, really enjoyed SummerSlam last night. Uh, WWE's latest premium live event. Just to throw it out there, there was a live coverage of it last night. A watch along with Michael Hamflit and Phil Chambers. So go and check that out if you fancy it. And also, there's a, a nice little wrap up that the guys did after that as well. A separate video, basically what went down at SummerSlam and what went down at SummerSlam in the opening match was the return, we've all been waiting for it, of Bailey. Poor Bailey, who has been out of action for, not just out of action for a year, but she's not been in front of a wrestling crowd. Obviously, there was WrestleMania, what, 37. But other than that, she's not been in front of a crowd for, for basically for since before the pandemic, because, of course, Bailey, one of the MVPs of the Thunderdome era, the empty arena era, and cruelly as a twist of fate, just as WWE was getting set to be in front of fans again, Bailey suffered a torn ACL injury, which has kept her on the shelf for a year, but she's back and she's not alone because uh, if you have not seen SummerSlam after Becky Lynch uh, came up short against Bianca Belair, it was Bailey that came out to the ring to confront Bianca Belair, the Raw Women's Champion, of course, uh, but she stopped halfway down the ramp and then Dakota Kai's music hit. Dakota Kai, who has been out of WWE since April, now, and obviously it wasn't just the Kotakai because then we got EO Shirai, now going by the name of EO Sky, uh, spelled capitalized, all capital letters. Um, but yeah, this is, all, I mean, I, I loved it, I loved it, I loved it, I loved it because then this not only is the Kotakai back in WWE, uh, because I'm, I'm a big Kotakai fan, man, captain of Team Kick. Um, yeah, it just, it was such a shame to see her not make it to the main roster because she was for, in NXT for years. She worked a load of dark matches before we're on SmackDowns. Uh, she works in WWE main event tapings where it was all basically management were assessing her to potentially call her up to the main roster then they didn't call her up to the main roster and then Dakota Kai just basically went yeah I've I'm not going to be signing any new contracts. I'm not going to be renewing with you guys. So WWE released it in April. So it's clearly Triple H is a big fan of the Kotakai. Triple H, of course, Paul Levesque, who's now in charge of WWE Creative, 
clearly he's brought her back into the fold. He's brought up Io Shirai. Io Shirai, who, well, Io Sky, as we now have to call her, was only, what, about two weeks ago? Was the, the big story was that Io was going to be leaving WWE and heading back to Japan in the near future. Clearly, that's not the case. For now, it looks like she's going to be on Raw with Dakota Kai, with Bailey. They had their face-to-face with Bianca Belair. And not just that. Bianca Belair then was joined in the ring by Becky Lynch, who was seemingly turned babyface. Uh, now, this came on the back of after the match, there was a, a handshake of respect from Becky Lynch. She offered a handout. Uh, Bianca Belair kind of weighed up whether to accept that offer because, hey, big time Bex is a heel, you know, underhand antics and all that shenanigans. They had the handshake. They had a hug. They shared some some words in the ring. Uh, and then so that, that seems to be now that Becky Lynch has turned babyface, coming to the side of Bianca when confronted with the, the three on one odds against the heel. And we'll see where that goes from here on out. But that wasn't the only character turn because it also looks like Ronda Rousey is back to being a heel. And I'm I'm very happy with that. Um, and people going into SummerSlam, everybody was kind of like, how are we going to get around this Liv Morgan-Ronda Rousey match? Because on paper, it seemed, and that's the whole part of the story, Liv Morgan, the underdog. On paper, it seemed impossible for Ronda Rousey to lose and come up short against Liv Morgan for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Of course, Liv cashed in the money in the bank to take that belt from Ronda. But... It was like, you don't want Liv to lose already because, I mean, that just if she lost the belt already, then it just makes her look useless. Uh, and you don't want Ronda to lose because it's Ronda Rousey and it seems implausible for her to lose because of her legitimacy. But they managed to pull it off quite well, I thought. It was only a four-minute match uh, where basically Ronda locked in an armbar on Liv Morgan. And as Liv was about to tap, well, as she did tap, the referee counted the three count on Ronda because Liv had kind of counted it into a pinning combination. So... There was the three count. Liv Morgan got the official win, but then on the replay, you see when the ref gets to two, Liv Morgan's tapping out. So Ronda rightly had, had, a, had a gripe there, as in like, come on, man, she tapped out. Uh, and so after the match, then she attacked Liv Morgan and put her back in the armbar, then attacked the referee, put him in an armbar, and it seems we have got back to heal Ronda Rousey. And I am very, very happy about that. It's easy, it seems. It seems like the cool thing to do is to like, just like, I don't know, what's the term? Uh, just to dunk on Ronda Rousey. I think Ronda Rousey's great. Yes, she's not the best promo in the world. She doesn't need to be. Just let her be Ronda Rousey. That first run she had with the company was fantastic. There's been some great parts of her second run and hopefully this heel turn because she's a natural heel. She hates us. She hates me. She hates you. She doesn't like wrestling fans. She doesn't like people, really. Uh, and, and I'm cool with that. It's fine, but allow that to play into her character uh, and just let her be that badass that she can be. And I, I'm, I'm totally here for that. Uh, what other news do we have? Oh, yes, of course. How can I forget? Probably the most striking visual, well, easily the most striking visual coming out of SummerSlam and an image and some footage that we are going to be seeing for years and years and years to come is Brock Lesnar, Cowboy Brock, in a tractor flipping or attempting to flip over the ring at SummerSlam last night. It was nuts. It was insane. It was a great main event. Of course, it was the last man standing match between Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns for the, let me get it right, the undisputed WWE Universal Championship. Hey, nice mouthful, that is. Uh, Roman, of course, did win. But it took it took several spears. It took some Superman punches. It, it took some super kicks from the Usos. It took uh, a couple of title shots. It, it took a couple of Money in the Bank briefcase shots because, of course, Theory got involved. Uh, so you had all of this happen to Brock. Then he got piled on with a load of rubble by the Usos and eventually... 
finally stayed down for the 10 count. Roman Reigns is still your undisputed WWE Universal Champion. But yeah, the, the, the big story coming out of this is just the sight of Brock Lesnar behind the wheel of a tractor, flipping, the, trying to flip the ring, lifting up. What It's it's just, it's. I've been watching wrestling for 30 years by now, uh, more than that. But uh, it, it's, it's one of those truly unique visuals that I have never seen anything like it. I've never seen, I've never seen anybody go to the ring in a tractor, I don't think, um, let alone try to, to flip the ring. So in case you haven't seen it, I'm sure there's going to be images here because Editor Ryan's really good at that stuff. That just Brock drove the tractor. It, it, of course, the tractor was there because Brock brought it to the ring as part of his entrance with his, he had his flannel, uh, sleeveless flannel shirt on, had his cowboy hat on, and then he, he, he made his, his entrance by driving the tractor to the ring with the, the little loading bit at the front was over the ring. Brock got onto that, so he just stood there staring down at Roman Reigns, got the mic, did his own introduction, and then just dived at Roman Reigns. It started hot. It was a really great match. It was a really fun match. It's hard to describe this because it's just something so unique and bizarre, and like it's hard to process when you're watching it. It's like, I'm Am I seeing this? I, I, I'm not used to seeing this in, in wrestling. But yeah, it was cool. It was brilliant. It was crazy. It was nuts. Now, Johnny Gargano. I, there's no transition. I'm, that's just Brock Lesnar doing a thing with a tractor. I, there's no way to transition from that to Johnny Gargano. But Johnny Gargano, of course, has been very much in the news again this past week because Paul Levesque, Triple H, is now heading up WWE Creative, which, of course, has added plentiful speculation to Johnny Wrestling returning to the WWE fold, obviously on the main roster. Uh, and Gargano himself has addressed these rumours now on his latest Twitch stream. I've got it here. Um, he said to those watching, his, his, his viewers watching him stream, just saying that, basically, if you ask, ask that question, ask if I'm going to WWE, I'm just going to my moderator's going to delete the comment. It's just a waste of your time, blah, 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 blah. So he didn't give an answer on where he's going to go, when he's gonna, where he's going to appear next, if he's going to sign with WWE, so it's like with AEW, he's going to go somewhere else. But he did say that, I would say that I'm about, I'm pretty much where I'd like to call TV lean. I'm not takeover lean yet, but I am TV lean to where I could show up on television at any point and I could be in good shape. There we go. Uh, and as he puts, I know it's going to take a life of itself. And there we go. And it is because I'm reporting about this on a news video. But yeah, it's uh, Johnny's basically saying that, like, look, I'm in shape. I'm in enough shape. I'm in good enough shape so I can appear on TV. Uh, maybe not for a big show like a takeover where it's all the, it's just that, that, that sort of spectacle. But I, I'm, I'm ready to go on TV, brother. Um, and we'll see where that is because, of course, Johnny Gargano stepped away from professional wrestling, really, uh, in, uh, in what December his contract ran out because him and Candice, his wife, Candice LeRae, were expecting their, their first child. They since had a son, um, whose name is on the tip of my tongue. I completely forgot it. Uh, Quill. Quill. Star-Lord, Peter Quill. There we go, from Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, they had their, their first child in February, and so now the attention is on where is Johnny Wrestling going to turn up next? Is he going to go back to WWE? There was already talk beforehand, before Triple H got his new role, that, that Johnny may end up back in the WWE fold. I mean, he's talked about in interviews that he's he still dreams of winning the Intercontinental Championship. He still dreams of competing at WrestleMania. And obviously, they're two things you can only do in WWE. And so since Triple H has now uh, got creative control, well, he is the head of WWE Creative, then you're thinking, right, WWE all of a sudden seems like a lot more of a, an interesting proposition for somebody like Johnny Gargano. Who knows? Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. 
Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Before we go any further, though, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stresses. They can be Big life worries or just, you know, little things like your favorite wrestler not being used properly. The thing is, when we keep them bottled up, it really can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. It is really helpful, too, for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. Therapy basically empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So why not give better help? A try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash whatculture today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash whatculture. Right, some quick questions to run through. I will try and be quick. Hector Garcia the third. Hey, Hector. Hashtag happy solo Sunday. Based on how he got his stars on Black and Gold NXT and now being in charge of creative, which of his former NXT stars might see a big push from Triple H? My bet would be on Shane the Baszler, but also hoping for Finn Balor and Ricochet. Please, please, Hector, let's 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 get this into existence. Let's talk it through. I yes, Shane the Baszler. Let's let's all put our hands together, touch the screens, brothers and sisters, and let's just collectively pray for Shane the Baszler to get something decent to do. Uh, even, I mean, I'd be all for, for pairing her with Ronda Rousey now that Ronda's seemingly turned heel. Um, but yeah, just Shane of all the people. I mean, I could, I could sit here and talk for literally all day. Uh, this video could last uh, where you look at who's come out of NXT and what's happened to them and how they've been mistreated misused on the the, the main roster or just not even given a fair chance Shayna Baszler is she debuted so I mean the yeah okay the the neck biting thing with Becky Lynch that was naff that was awful but then you had that elimination chamber where she just wrecked everybody and you had that awesome visual of Shayna Baszler where you've got um, you've got Asuka behind the, the the chamber part, and they're just like staring each other down, waiting for their moment. Oh man, I'm getting goosebumps talking about that. But yes, Shayna Baszler, please. I, I think I'd like to think we're gonna get a bit more for Tommaso Champa to do. Maybe we get some proper proper Champa and AJ Styles matches that aren't just quick TV matches that are part of a, a great storyline. I, I just want to see like up oh, to do with the Mist. I, I want to see Tommaso Champa break out on his own. Triple H clearly again, like Johnny Gargano, Tommaso Champa was one of Triple H's kind of trusted lieutenants, I guess you could say in NXT. So yeah, maybe all of a sudden Butch disappears and uh, this Pete Dunne fella turns up. I'd be for that. We, uh... Judgment Day, you have to think as well, are going to get a lot of love from Triple H because Finn Balor, Damian Priest, Rhea Ripley are three people. Again, three of his NXT darlings, three people he saw big things in, who, who gave big spotlights to. So maybe you get something more from them. Um, right. Brian George. Hey, Brian. Hello, good sir. I had a thought on the retirement of Vince McMahon. I know Trips had a cardiac event and had to retire, but is there a chance he saw the writing on the wall and came back knowing Vince was going to retire? Or do you think it's all a coincidence? Um, I, I think it's, I think it's all a coincidence, really. I, I think, um, 
yeah, I just think it's coincidence of timing. I, I think Triple H was always going to come back into the fold in some form when he was healthy enough to. We've, we'd seen already that he kind of got back involved a little bit with NXT. Not too much, but he got back involved. He, he was back in the office at WWE. He was He's back doing executive duties. And I, I just think the Vince stuff, I mean, who knows? Maybe, obviously, Triple H being the son-in-law, maybe some of Vince's inner circle knew that there were some things that, that maybe were going to come out at some point in time. I don't think anyone could have predicted when that, that stuff was going to come out, what the, the full details of that stuff would be, what the ramifications of that would be in terms of Vince having to, to step away and retire. Because nobody thought Vince McMahon would ever retire. I, I mean, I, I think I speak for a lot of people when I say, I, I thought Vince McMahon would be running that ship until the day he died. And he isn't anymore. You have to retire. That's how bad this, whatever's coming out is. It's like, they, this is the most stubborn person in the history of professional wrestling. The most pig-headed, hard-headed, Sometimes genius in the past, sometimes what are you doing, you idiot, um, in more recent years. But this is somebody that, that you nev we never thought would ever walk away. So it is like, what is coming going to come out that's so bad that, it's, that this person has had to go like... Yeah, no, uh, yeah. So, but no, I think I think it's all I think it's all just coincidence. Uh, that was the long long answer around that. Um, right, Mark Sully, day, Mark. What a picture again? Always on a Sunday. Send me your pictures of dogs, cats, pets, anything, whatever. I'm any animals. I'm always here for. And there we are, Apollo, looking like a good boy. Uh, where are we? Morning, Andrew. Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday, team. Uh, thoughts on giving Seamus or Drew the IC title? Give it to Seamus. Give it to Seamus right now. Well, not right now, obviously, because Gunther's got it and. And I, I, in my head, I'm already thinking, right, Survivor Series isn't too far away. That's in November. If we're doing brand versus brand, the champions crossover, as it were. So if you've got Gunther, Walter as the IC champion, and you've got Bobby Lashley as a US champion, I want to see that match. Two big, beefy boys slapping each other around. I'm all for that. So I, I think right now, it's like I, I, I'm more than happy with Gunther to, to have the IC title. I think Sheamus, Sheamus, I think will get it. He has to get it at some point because he's taught himself that that that's kind of growing up. That was the, one of the big things he wanted to do was become Intercontinental Champion, and that's the one the one thing really he's not done, and he wants to do that before he retires. So I think Sheamus gets it at some point uh, because what he's 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 won world titles, he's won the US title, he's won tag titles, he's won the Royal Rumble. Uh, He's won the King of the Ring, so it's Sheamus has done everything there is to do apart from win the IC title um, and obviously the twenty four seven title. But hmm. uh, Drew, I think Drew's above that uh, right now. Um, I am. Uh, I'm going to get probably some uh, some grief for, for saying this, but I'm dreading. I'm, I'm going to Clash of the Castle, Clash of the Castle. That's easy for me to say today uh, in Cardiff, and I, I cannot wait. But I'm dreading the sight of the show closing with the sight of Drew McIntyre having beaten Roman Reigns and holding up the two belts just because it's a UK show. I, I, I just I don't think Drew's the right person to to dethrone Roman, uh, and, and not yet either. I, I think there's still a bit more life in this. Paul Strandhausen, oh my word, what what a happy cat that is sleeping away. My cat, she's moved into my new surroundings with me this past week, and she was terrified for like three days. Didn't eat, didn't drink, didn't go to the bathroom. But now she's back to being a complete menace, and I'm half expecting her to come and gate crash this at any second. Uh, happy Sunday. What's a morning wrestling match you feels underrated? For me, one is Gargano versus Alistair Black at War Games 2. Hashtag Souls on the News. That's a very good shout. Um, see, one that comes to mind in, in terms of recent, I don't know if it's, I, I don't know, I don't know if it's underrated or not, uh, but to me, I, I think that the there was, it might have been the wrestling, it might have been the Raw before WrestleMania 38, or maybe it was two weeks before. It was a Raw leading into WrestleMania 38. It was Alpha Academy versus Team RK Bro. 
versus the Street Profits, and it was an absolute banger. It was brilliant. It, it was a phenomenal match. Obviously, they'd run that back match at Wrestle that match back at WrestleMania, but yeah, that was that was really good. Um, in my head, I rate these matches, but it's like, are they underrated to the masses? Uh, do people just not talk about them enough? I, d- I don't know. Uh, but I- I'd say Johnny Gargano versus Tommaso Ciampa in the Cruiserweight Classic when DIY collided, brother. That that was that was great. Um, the-, the first Roman Reigns and Jey Uso match, I-, I really enjoyed that. I know a lot of people didn't. I know a lot of people thought it dragged on. It was long, a bit like my random videos here. Um, and it was very, it was too slow paced, too glacial, I guess, for some people. Uh, me, I really enjoyed that match. Um, and I think as well, the just again this is just me and my takes I'd, I'd say the the roh pure title tournament they had during the pandemic there were some really underrated matches in that where it just flew under the radar because one it was the pandemic two it was ring of honor which obviously isn't the most covered of, of, of companies at, at that time and still isn't now and it was also roh was just in a completely empty arena there was no crowd there was no video walls obviously it was just empty and it was the, the pure rules every match was obviously a pure rules match which i love but i know again some people don't but i mean there was jonathan gresham versus wheeler yeeper in the first round was brilliant that was that was the first time i saw you and they oh, did such a great job of, of video packages kind of showcasing these guys who you may not have heard of or obviously their, their mainstay guys like gresham got the, the video treatment who'd been there for, for years but then wheeler yeeper who's just come in gets the video treatment that was great um Gresham versus uh, Josh Woods was a, a, another great match. Josh Woods, who I'm so happy to see turn up on, on AW television this past week properly. I know he's done lots of dark stuff, but now it looks like they properly do it. Fred Yeehaw, that was another guy who got introduced to me during that pure tournament. Him and Silas Young had a banger, in the, in the, again, in the first round, and it was the upset almost, because, well, it was the upset where, where Fred Yeehaw won. Um, and I don't know what else. Any, I'm going to throw out, just again, to show, always to show some love for Impact Wrestling. But Impact Wrestling, uh, Slammiversary 2020, I think it was. Uh, the, the first match between Jordan Grace and Deanna Parazzo, where, where Deanna got the win to, to win the Knockouts Women's title. That was, man, that was so good. That was such a brilliant match. But this has been the, the Wrestling News here on Sunday with myself, Andrew Pollard at What Culture Wrestling. Be sure to come and give us a follow at what culture WWE on Twitter? Follow myself if you want at Culture Left Peg on Twitter. Be sure to like, subscribe, comment, share, follow, blah, blah, blah. Most importantly, as ever, just have a great day. I hope your Sunday goes cool. I hope whatever you've been up to so far has been good. I hope whatever it is ahead for the rest of the day, whether you're doing jackal or you've got massive plans, I hope they go super cool. I will be back next Sunday. I believe it's Murray and Wilborn are back tomorrow on the news. Go and check out Hamlet and Phil's uh, watch along and, and recap of SummerSlam. And if you haven't watched SummerSlam, go and see it. It was, it was a really cool... I really enjoyed it. It was a really cool... Pay- oh, sorry. Sorry about that. It was a really cool premium live event. And with that, I'm out of here. I'm going to drink more coffee and do some work. And I will catch you next weekend. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.